You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. And it is Cash the Ticket. It is arguably what is going to be our favorite episode of the year. It is March Madness. I gave you part one, kind of that preview, the appetizer. You ordered the cocktail. We gave that to you on Monday. Well, today we come to you on a hump day and we come to you full force. I mean, we are loaded for bear cookies. By the way, I love that you're wearing a matching CMU sweatshirt that matches the CMU football helmet. That, that, that's I get it. We're not in the tournament. You also don't have any players. I think like five and guys all just the hit portal. the portal. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Side note, um, but we are going to do the betting Bible. We are going to preview every game. We are going to have picks. We're going to have parlays. I'm on a plane to Vegas. Uh, this is going to be exciting. So just here's the key. Notifications on because we're going to be dropping daily dimes. Uh, we're going to need you to subscribe, rate, and review. And please keep the reviews coming because algorithmically speaking, they do matter, people. Uh, feedback at cash the ticket at gmail, excuse me, cash the ticket podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Jim, what's your opening remarks here? I'm excited to do this. I, I felt so bad. I missed out on Sunday nights, Betta Palooza, Lena Palooza. I listened back to you and Evan going through all the games in real time. Good. And bad. it was funny. No, it was good. I was doing a show the same time, reacting to the brackets, like we were doing dueling products. And some of the stuff, no surprise, were on the same page. Now we're going to butt heads on a few of these deals today. That's good. But though. when you play 32 games plus the play ins, yeah, we're not going to agree on everything. The other thing I want to just give people is some form of a guide. And look, I, not going to bullshit you. Yeah, I mean, in Vegas, I'm going to get a little looser with it. But if you're trying to bet this and trying to survive, you can't bet every game. You have to hone in on, for our purposes, I think a dozen games over a two-day span. Mm -hmm. 32 total games, bet 12, that's probably about the right number. Anything north of that, you're... I got 13. Okay, you're good. (laughs) You're good. (laughs) Including a Costa lock. I got a total in there. We're going to have some fun today. Hell, we may throw a teaser out there. So let's start with this. I want to do the betting Bible. Okay. I want to give you what I think are the five rules if you're going to bet the tourney that can give you the best chance of success. Fair? Yeah, let's hear it. Rule number one, avoid huge public teams. So what does that mean? Like what percentage of the bets? What's the cutoff? Ideal world, I'd cut it off at 60%, but for effectiveness, 70. So anybody, 70 plus percent of the bets. Go online. There are a number of resources. Um, I would try to just drill down on percentage of tickets. And if you really want to round this out, percentage of tickets and percentage of money, you don't want to be on public teams. So I'll give you a classic example. Like last year, you know, 
85% of bets, 95% of money on Kentucky against St. Pete's. Oops. You don't want to be on that side. You don't have to bet the game. That's right. But just to understand it, sometimes it's it's pass and, yeah. or play the other side. And even more dangerous, as I said on Sunday, is the public underdog. It's the same oh. in football. So let's say, you know, the 12-5 matchup and you're I'll be in Vegas and there's going to be Brad in his, you know. Uh, I like Saint- the shamrock shake bit from the, yeah. from the show. Oh, my God, man. I, I'm telling you, the, the hottest underdog. And it's going to be like. And they've watched none of their games. Right. Everyone's betting this game. Yeah. You don't want to do it. That doesn't mean you bet the game. That's one. Two, do not get seduced by every goddamn underdog. Favorites do cover. Favorites do win. Everyone gets bracketitis. Oh, this team could beat this team. This team's going to beat this team. Look at all the upsets. Guys, I get it. Upsets make everyone horny. But don't get seduced by it. It's okay to say, I think this team is going to fucking assassinate Team B. Don't, if you create an upset, in every game, you're going to get hammered, hammered on. Three, avoid the five and a half, bro. We talk about it. You got to avoid the 512. The 512 is everyone wants the 12. Everyone's betting them. The lines end up short. I, I, I'd be very careful. There's a 512 in here where I'm afraid to bet it based on how popular the team is. We'll get to that later. Don't be, this is four. Don't be provocative. Be pragmatic. So upsets happen. Yeah. Be pragmatic about the ones you center on. Don't will it. Don't bias cap. This is kind of related to number two. Without, don't get seduced by underdogs. Don't cap to affirm your bias. Confirmation bias will ruin you. You get yourself in trouble. Yeah, you go. Or you tell me, I love this team all year. I love them all year. And then you ignore the matchup, the data, whatever. And then you you get yourself in trouble. I hate this fucking team. Looking at you, Duke. Don't go and just find the reasons that reaffirm and confirm your hatred for them. And then the last one, and I mean this, you have carte blanche this weekend. Parlay it up, y'all. If you're really going to do this and you want to hit big, no. No, I'm not sitting here acting like you, the average podcast listener, is going to saddle up 10 grand and be ready to rifle on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> Six leg parlay. Let's go. Well, that's my point. If you want to hit it, let's parlay it up. Yeah. You got 32 games. Your job is to center in on the four or five you like best, really press that opinion and try to create that value because otherwise we've talked about it. If if people always have these dreams of tournament and I want to win five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand. You're not going to do it game by game. Well, unless you're prepared with unless an you're outlet. a big bankroll. And right. yeah. Like, think about it. If you, if you were going to rifle a thousand dollars a game and you went six and four, you're making 1500 bucks. Right. You have to put 10 grand through the window to make 1500 bucks and hit Sweat 60 and yep. hit 60%. Yeah. So if you want that return, Comes with the risk. And this is one, of the, great, up five or six, one of the great parlay sessions of all time. Sure. So do it. Have fun with it. Enjoy yourselves. I think the way to do it, embrace the Mikey parlay. And I've been sending Jim a few of these. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to money line your favorites. You're going to take the points with your underdogs. Makes sense. Have five games. Center your five-leg parlay on three teams. You couldn't find a way that they're losing. But you don't want to lay the points. Mm -hmm. Keep the points south of 10. 
And then with your dogs, these are your two favorite picks. You're taking the points because we always take vitamins. We take our points. What you're going to create in that mix is something between plus 1,500 and plus 2,000. Then you bet what you feel is appropriate. But embrace the parlays for the first two days of the tournament. Have fun with it. Enjoy yourselves. All right? If you want to go for the gusto, that's how it's going to be. Jim, do you disagree with any of these? No, I think they all make sense, um, especially four. Four is something I feel like you can get yourself in trouble with. Where you Bias talk, yeah, you talk yeah. yourself into something enough times, then you ignore all the other evidence around it. Yep. That's a good reminder for people. You have something you want to bring up here, part two. Yeah. R.I.P. Can we do like so, sort of a mini eulogy for the brackets? I know some people who listen are still going to fill out a bracket. I'm not. But I'm in one out of like habit kind of necessity. But it feels like what we're doing, betting on individual games. Oh, this the, mobile betting on sports your sports betting killed the brackets. It killed the brackets. I it, don't know what teams are one seed and what thing. I let's don't, go to the South region. You could <laughs> ask me what games do I like. I'll tell you. Sure. I wouldn't know what bracket they're in. That's how far gone I am with sports betting versus brackets. It's like we had horse and buggy and then the car came out. Yeah. And we're like, why would I use the horse and buggy? Now anymore? we're in a helicopter. Right. Think about this. You go into a pool with 50, 100, 200 people. Maybe it's an office pool, a work yeah. pool. They pay out one, two, three. Here's the problem. Your Elite Eight team gets eliminated in the opening weekend. You're out. You're not into it. Whereas, let's say you whiff on your Elite Eight team this weekend in a one-off bet. Right back in the next day. You got your five or six other plays that you can hit. And you know what? It didn't ruin your day. And yeah. it kept you engaged for the month of March and early April. So I'm not knocking you if you're doing a bracket. I just think it's the reality. I think they're dying. Maybe you have one with your buddies that you just do out of habit. But Mike, it's not like, like I remember I was in middle school. We'd print out the brackets and you'd show up with cash and you'd give it to your buddy. That's gone. It's dead. It's, it's, I, you've said it all. I have nothing I can add. It makes me sad in one sense, but in the other sports betting has turned the NCAA tournament into like horse racing. There's a new game every 20 minutes. Yep. Man. Uh, I ain't got time to wait a month. I don't have time to wait a half. I wanted to run one thing by you and get what you thought of this. As far as system, not a system, but plays like one. Blind betting. I was talking to a friend who's in the industry. Yeah. And he said, take a look at the numbers. The noon window on Thursday and Friday. You're going to get four games at noon yeah. on each day. So eight games. Blind betting. The first half unders. And then more specifically, if the first half under is under 70, go look at the data, Jim. The first half unders under 70 are cashing at almost 70%. This is for the early games or early, all? early window only? Okay, because then after that, everybody settles in. Empty gyms. The crowds don't arrive yet. Some teams like Michigan State's going to play an early window game yeah. Friday against USC. And by the way, I'd like that to be an under 70 first half. 2,000 miles away. Well, I got some MSU stats on the total. Oh, for can't you. wait. I, I, dude, I dug deep. But I, I wanted to give this to the people. When they post the totals for Thursday and Friday, noon window only. First half only. First half total only. And we want to look for under 70s. Specifically. Okay. 
Just wanted uh, to get. Hey, I like that. That's that's very in the lab. Hey, that's very granular. Hey, hey, when you do a podcast with Jim Costa, who's always like Walter White cooking in his lab, you owe. I owed that to you. You said something to Evan on the the Sunday podcast. She said not to get nerdy. People have clicked on this. They want the data. I mean, we're gonna have fun, but don't don't be afraid to give people some of the good stuff. Know. You know what that is? That's the radio host. I know. Us. I know. We because do we're show, doing this. Yeah, you do a show live, yeah. and you're going. I got to be mass appeal. I want to make sure I'm delivering to people entertainment. But you're right. And I think the other thing is, I have such a blood hatred for so many podcasts in this space because they're such boring dog shit. Yep. It's like I don't want to be that. So yeah, I try to just be entertaining about it. But just a little tidbit. It's a good tidbit. Little tidbit. If you want your little brunch bets, <laughs> keep an eye on it. All right. Are we ready to do this? Let's do it. Play in games. I'm letting you take the lead on number 16, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Shout out Islanders laying three and a half against Southeast Missouri State. I openly admit to you, I saw you had put notes in the sheet on this and had a lean, and I went, fuck it, I'm not touching this game. I believe your quote to me when we were driving in on our phone call was, I have a life. Yeah, I did. This was, come on. So here's your little stat, pace. Southeast Missouri State, third fastest pace team in college basketball. That's great. Texas A&M Corpus Christi. They like to run two, and they're efficient. That's the key. Better shooting team from two, from three, from the free throw line. Okay. They get more points per game at a slower pace. They're a regular season conference champ on top of the tournament championship. Eileen Islanders. Here's your one note. I'm going to bring everything back to this. Remember the betting vibe. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be on the popular team. Is everybody betting Corpus Christi? Currently 78% of tickets, 68% okay. of the money on the Islanders. Okay, I'm so it's a lean. I didn't bet it. It's hey, a lean. Not talking you out of it. Okay. I'm just trying to chart this for you to see if it plays. All right. I'm not going to waste any more time in that game. That's fine. Let's go Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. This is the other play-in game, and it's really interesting to me. Pittsburgh was a team that led the ACC for a good stretch. They've got shooters everywhere, better guard play. Mississippi State's a bit of a Cinderella, weren't supposed to be good, had a nice run in the SEC. Like, I want to pick them, but, man, was Pitt horrific down the stretch. And here's what bugs me. All I thought of was getting the text from you while I was on vacation. MF Fresno State that did seven threes late and they didn't hit a single one. Pittsburgh, 35% of their points come from the three-point line. I mean, they are reliant upon it. And I look at Miss State and Pittsburgh, tight game, playing game. Down the stretch, those shots don't fall. I'm dead in the water. The other issue, hey, let's do it. Majority of bets, Mississippi State. Oh. Majority of money. Pittsburgh spread is listed at two and a half at time of taping. Uh, I don't have a strong feel here. I wanted your take on this. I think the Bulldogs win the game, but it's one of those things where you have to thread the needle. They're the worst three-point shooting team in college. I didn't stutter. The worst. Oh Among Power Five, mid-major, 26% oh. from three, Mike. Oy vey. Now, they make up for it, and they made the, the play in anyway because they're top 10 defense, steel-heavy, great rebounding team. I do think they just kind of out-muscle yeah. Pitt and win the game, but I got to give up two and a half, thread the needle, and like you said, the the betting data would suggest this isn't one of the smarter plays. Yeah, I just so it's a like lean it. Bulldogs. Yeah, I want to avoid the coin flip there. I do like a playing game for tomorrow. Let's start out with the one I don't want to watch, and one of the teams shouldn't even fucking be here. Uh, Texas Southern laying two and a half to Fairleigh Dickinson, who got the permission slip entry to the tournament. Merrimack should have gone. 
but they are in their first year in D1. It's a dumb rule. It's so ridiculous. So Fairleigh Dickinson got a freebie. Uh, you have a take on this game, and I'm willing to listen. I don't know, due to self-respect, that I'm willing to bet this game. So last year, Texas Southern won this play-in game. And I remembered. I was like, I've seen that before. They're, They're in this game every fucking year. It's like death taxes and Texas, Texas Southern, Southern in the play-in. These are the two worst teams to make the tournament if you believe the Ken Palm stuff. These teams suck. Texas Southern does play defense, though, and they like to run. They got four guys in double figures. They've been in this spot a million times. And how about this? Fairleigh Dickinson, in addition to not deserving to be in this tournament, yeah, their defense, there are 363 collegiate basketball universities in D1. Fairleigh Dickinson ranks 361. Oh. They are in the bottom three oh. in the country defensively. So I got a team that does want to play defense, can run, can score, has been in the game. To me, it's a play. Texas Southern minus two and a half. Well, the public's with you. I mean, it just it's 75% of bets, it. 86%. I'm still going to play it because I can't let the public decide my life. I'm only offering it because it was part of our Bible. Yeah. And I want people to understand where people are betting and how I bet is. I'm never on that. I'm rarely. So, so on but that walk side. with me on this. If I had to give up like five, six, seven points it. and it was the public, it's two and a half for Dude, a team I just believe is better. It almost makes you wonder why the number's not bigger. Yeah. Yeah. With the and you did great research, yeah. great cap on the That's game. That's a good point. Uh I don't want to scare you, but you're you kind of look at it and you're like, wait. Huh? And, yeah. And look at how we've done this year and how we've crushed it. It's just going against the grain. Yeah. And I look at it and I go I'm sorry, I won't bet fairly Dickinson. It would be a pass if yeah. If if you were selling me that. No, I'm not I'll doing give it. you the play of the play in games that I am going to make. I like Nevada. Number eleven, Arizona State laying two and a half to the eleven seed Nevada. And look, I value the Mountain West more than most. Uh, I don't value the Pac-12. If you really look at it, Arizona State got in this tournament based on a half-court Hail Mary against Arizona. Think about it. Cool shot. but That half-court shot doesn't go in. Do they make the tourney? They don't. So right off the top, don't love them as a favorite. Um, planet Earth is on Arizona State. I don't which, get that. Well, it, I, I do. It's a brand name. No, but, okay, yeah, I suppose. No, I mean, I'm not busting your balls. No, just, but I have the same read you do. Like, this is the Wolfpack, right? Yeah, 80% of bets, 88% of money on uh, Arizona State. No, good, no. good, bet more. Bet more. Move this line. <laughs> Here's what I like. I'll ride with the Misfits. Now, ASU's going to play defense. They can guard you, um, but they shoot an astounding, an astoundingly inept 29% from deep, Yikes. They go long stretches on offense, empty. Um, and look, for me, you don't have to bet everything. You know, I just, Nevada's great from the free throw line. They draw fouls. They're the better, more balanced team. And with Arizona State, can I trust them down the stretch? They can't make a fucking shot. Give me the two and a half, though. Take your vitamins. Take your points. I'm going to bet Nevada. This is the best of all the playing games for us. Amen. We're on the same page. All the green lights. So, what you say? Less than 20% of people. Yep. Backing them. Yeah, put the little check mark the on The check them. mark is. That's a unity team, play. Team America. That's right. You mentioned shooting disparity. No bigger than at the free throw line in this game. And again, we're talking about a spread of two, two and a half points. It and if it comes down to it. 11% gap. Nevada's 11% better at the free throw line. That's staggering. That makes a big difference. In, in addition to just being a better field goal shooting team and three-point shooting team. Oh, it matters. Wolfpack, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Let's get to what, for all intents and purposes, we consider the the, the real tournament. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to start out. There's not some particular order. We're just covering games. No, I got these in the order in which they are broadcast. Oh, you, you, 
God, you're such you're a beautiful man. You really are. <laughs> you right. thought I just spray, sprayed these in here, just random order? Come I on. Tell you, there are times. I always appreciate you as a partner, but I tell you, you, you there are times you really shine. All right, 12-15. Number nine, West Virginia, laying two and a half to number eight, Maryland. I will tell you, time of taping, 63% of bets and 77% of money are on the Mountaineers. My cap was self-control because for me, as soon as this came out, I wanted to bet West Virginia. I heard. Maryland is really uneven and really Really not good away from home. Two and nine in road games, Maryland. Yeah, just not the same team. And look, West Virginia, it's not your typical huggy bear team. Uh, they don't really guard, and they're terrible rebounding, mm -hmm. which is scary. But you know what they can do? They shoot the fucking lights out. They got five different guys that have hit at least 25 threes this year. Um, and when they get hot, they are, uh, they're, they're a handful. Now, here's the other thing. I, my bias kicked in. I think the Big 12 is the best conference in America. The Big 10, hey, you can get a lot of teams in. Most of them are very average. Jimmy, I really wanted to take West Virginia here, but unfortunately, the line moved from a pick em to two and a half, and I'm seeing nothing but West Virginia being bet. Uh, for me, I'm holding off, but it would be West Virginia if I played. Yeah, smallest of leans to West Virginia. Maryland, two and nine in the road games. West Virginia, not a lot much better. That was the other problem, three and eight. Three and eight away games. So, you know, I, you end up saying this is kind of a, a toss-up coin flip game. I got to give two and a half and be with the public. It's one I'm not going to You know bet. what? Maybe it's also betting rule number six. Avoid the toss-up. Yeah. Avoid it. Especially there are, if you're given points and you're going against the public. There it is. Fuck. Or you're going with the public. You don't want to do that. Plus, there's bad dental care in West Virginia. That's I'm true. out. All right. Let's go to the 413 at 1240. Virginia laying five and a half to Furman, the 13 seed. Now, I will tell you, for me, uh, I was surprised we had a disagreement here. I thought this would be a point where you and I came together. But I mean, Earth is on Furman. Everyone's on Furman. 67%. Right. It's the sexy underdog. It's a 13. 13 v. 4 has become a lot more contentious over the last decade. And I kind of looked at it and I said, okay, everyone is zigging. I'm zagging. Now, look, Virginia was largely terrible against Duke. Terrible. Mm -hmm. um, but going to when you play Virginia, Jim, that's going to the dentist. Isn't it? 40 minutes. You're getting a root canal whether you want it or not. What, why am I taking Furman at this depressed number? And when they're this public dog, they're the most bet dog in the field almost. It's the devil's number. Okay, noted. Which which immediately jumped out to me. And then I, then I said, you know what? I got to learn about Furman. Because oh, I'm not going to be as no I think it caught your attention on Sunday night too. Why is it only five and a half? Yeah. Slower, closer games for Virginia based on style of play. Points are at a premium. Furman can score. 13th in assists, 11th in scoring. They shoot a barrage of threes. This is something we talked about in the last week. Teams that are going to shoot a lot of threes can keep themselves into games. So when you're playing a pack line defense, which is what you know, the Bennett's run, you got to be able to pass the ball across the key. You got to be able to shoot and space the defense out. Furman checks the boxes. Like from a basketball X's and O's standpoint, plus the devil's number, I like the Paladins. Yeah, I like UVA. I get the devil's number thing. I guess I'm kind of getting away from system not system. 
I hate the idea it's a huge public dog. Yeah, I don't and want that either. Here's the thing. 46% of your shots are going to be three-pointers. Is Virginia the team to do that too? Well, you're not going to work it inside against them. No, no I know. My, my, point, my point is Virginia is so assignment sound. And you're right. I know we're geeking out with the pack line and the whole thing. And they yeah, well, like the, the paint. Yeah. But the reality is they're not going to leave Furman wide open. You've got the scouting report. No, but they're, they're a good passing team. The ball moves faster than a defender. Not to get into coaching tape here, no, but that, that's the deal. All right. So look, we're not aligned on it. I'm going to be on UVA. You're going to be on Furman that's and fine. we'll still be friends. Let's go to the next game. This is the one I bet while watching sneaky bets. This thing was in <laughs> Fandle couldn't put the fucking number up fast enough. And I went bing and I got it at a pick. But it is minus one and a half. It is number 10, Utah State, favored over number seven, Missouri, 140 in the afternoon. Bet it the minute it came out. Uh, Mizzou is top 15 in offense. They are fun. Kobe Brown is fun. They are horseshit on defense. They are outside the top 150 in every metric. The Aggies don't turn it over. They run great offensive sets. They rebound the basketball. And here's what you're getting. They play defense. So I'm getting a very one-sided Missouri team. And I don't think Kobe Brown's going to do it alone. Give me Taylor Funk. Give me Ainsworth. Give me Bearstow. Anyone but Dan Aiken, who's fucking terrible. The center for Utah State, he doesn't hit, he doesn't hit free throws. He turns it over. He committed a stupid technical foul. The point is, Utah State has been money for this podcast. And I love, 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 love. Lower seed, favored yep. over higher seed. And if we pull this up, I want to make sure I have the juicy empirical data yeah. for everybody. T tell me no one's betting them. Well, I got to give you that right now. Hang on, buddy. Uh, beep, bop, boop, bop, boop, bop, beep. Let me get my abacus out. Sorry, everybody. Thursday, 38% of the bets making 60% of the money. Oh, that's Utah the State. That's exactly where we want it. I'm going Aggies. That is the one that we feel the best about as a podcast. Like if we had to be judged on one game and one game alone for the entirety of the NCAA tournament, and we're not going to be, we're going to make a bunch of picks. This is the game. It's this, and there's one other one on Friday. Oh. And it might be the big game bet. I was say, do we have a BGB? You have a BGB coming. So I, this is one that we are unified on. Utah State's a blowtorch on offense, 40% from three. That's fourth best in America. Great passing team, top 10 in assists per game, five guys in double figures. And the last note that you didn't give, mm. you know where their coach is? Who, Utah State? Yeah. Uh, isn't it the former, uh, not Leon Rice. It's Ryan Odom. Yeah. He was the former coach of the only 16 seed Baltimore to County. ever win UNBC. a tournament game. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So again, little juju there. I like Utah State. Me too. Let's let's go. Here, here we got to do this. This might be gambling rule number seven. I don't think you ever bet a one one sixteen matchup. Kansas laying twenty and a half now. Line has moved down. Okay, twenty and a half against Howard. Two p.m. If I had to bet a one seed, this would be the one. I do think Kansas is the best team in the tourney. Uh, matchups wild. Did you dig into Howard? Yeah, they yeah. turn it over over 17 times a game. You're getting Bill Self back on the bench, maybe a little emotional pick me up. Kansas got hammered by Texas in the Big 12 title game. And Kansas, when you look back through Bill Self, they're not afraid to hammer a team. I would be contemplating a play here. Can I try to talk you out of it? Yeah, because, because I don't bet 16 1 matches. That's fine. I did bet a Howard game this year. So I'm a little more familiar. Yeah, that's right. You're one of those game casts looking for highlights, uh -oh. sad nights. Uh -oh. They do turn the ball over a lot, like a lot, a lot, like the most in college basketball among the leaders. Mm -hmm. Here's the other deal, though. They force a lot of turnovers. Yeah. 
So that'd be my only concern. Kansas in their seven losses this year averages 15 and a half turnovers per game. That's a stay the fuck away for me. Fair. Fair. I just don't want to get into a spot where Kansas is a little discombobulated for any stretch of the game. And what we don't want to do is be up 61 to 38 sweating. No sweating. No, you're like, we're up 20 plus. Why am I sweating? Because if some kid hits a three and an inbound goes out of bounds, they get an extra possession and now you're snowed under. So I don't want to deal with that. No, maybe a lean to the under 145 and a half. Maybe, maybe a little lean under there. Lots of turnovers, empty possessions. Kansas, you know, Fritz is out late. Sure. Don't know. I don't hate that. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. It's 116. It's Bama versus we don't know yet. So that, that one will come at you a little bit later. By the way, shout out CBS. It's okay to just say it. Bama didn't sidestep a situation. They had a fucking murder. Just say it. Christ. <laughs> Um, all right, number five, San Diego State laying. Now, this Let's was check this. Uh, this was four and a half last night. Let's look. They are playing COC, College of Charleston. I got five and a half. Okay, it is five and a half, and I'll give you the breakdown because that's what we care and about. And I thought it was split. Now, you can correct me with the latest, but I thought as a yeah, other day, you. it's like a 50-50 toss-up, 5-12 classic matchup. I got you, buddy. Let me get the abacus sliding around here. Because I think your initial fear yeah. was everyone's going to pound Charleston. This is, this is halfy, halfy, halfy. Yep. Um, I will tell you, uh, College of Charleston, beautiful campus, party school, and I went to school with a guy named Pooty who golfed for them. All right, now that that's out of the way. <laughs> Uh, also, shout out the Shack of the Tack. It used to be called the Transatlantic Athletic Conference. Thaddeus Delaney. Go look up that one. Okay. A little mid-90s COC reset for you. Um, this is a nightmare matchup for Charleston. Why? Because Charleston wants to play with pace. They shoot more threes than anybody in America. Yep. Um, and you're playing a team in San Diego State that, A, they're going to go nine deep. Uh, they get 25 a night from the bench. They guard the shit out of you. They're physically tough. And I just really worry that Charleston is that sexy 12-5 underdog pick. Now, here's the key. This number's bounced all over the place. And I'm kind of just waiting around. When it was drifting, here in the notes, you see it, Jim. Last mm-hmm. night when I went to bed, it was four, four and a half, depending on where you shopped. Now it's five, five and a half. If this thing was getting down towards three, I'd actually go San Diego State. I'm kind of laying off here. I wanted to let you take stage. Now, you're right. Where we're sitting today, it's about 50-50. Tickets, money, the whole bit. Talk to me about Charleston. I want to hear it. You yeah. seem like you're smitten. I, yeah, I'm going to play the Cougars at five and a half. Again, Shout De- out, Pooty. That's right. Devil's number again. But it's more than that. Yeah, it's a clash of styles. San Diego State didn't win a tournament game last year. This is not a team that goes on runs because they don't have sustained offense. Like, they go through these lulls when you watch them play. So my concern would be you go into a lull, Charleston starts to pick it up. They shoot the most threes, 30 per game. They also crash the offensive glass, 12th in offensive rebound percentage. And to me, that's math. Like, this is a win for math. Extra possessions, extra trips, extra points with every shot that you shoot. Mm. Everything screams Charleston. Now, maybe I'm getting caught in the bias here. No. but No, you're making a case. The only thing I would argue is, remember, you can shoot 33s a game. Neutral floor, unfamiliar surroundings, 
and they're going to play a really good team here defensively. Yeah, but again, they crash the glass. If they were some soft team that just kind of sat around and dribble, 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 shoot, I'd be scared. They're not. They crashed the glass. Yeah, I want to. I want to wait and see. I'm in a holding pattern. Is this a play for you? You're I'm, going. I'm playing. The you're Cougars. going. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, he's on Team Pooty. Do me a solid. Look up Thaddeus Delaney I a little later. The shack of the tack. <laughs> All right, next game, number two, Arizona laying 13 and a half to Princeton. This was at 14 and a half. So you're seeing some money. Uh, and it's interesting, people, because Earth right now is on Arizona and the number's coming down. Might be noteworthy. Keep an eye on that. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Uh, it was Arizona or pass. And based on that, it sounds like a pass, right? If everybody's on them and the line's going the other way. They're a great offense, and here's the deal. Princeton doesn't have the size to match up with Arizona. Their top two scorers are front court guys, 6'11 yeah. and 7 feet tall. I mean, it's Arizona's going to win this game. Now you start getting cute with 13s and 14s, and now you're telling me differentials. I'm just not going to play it. Here's one thing to keep you off Arizona. Their top two players, both NBA guys, yeah, terrible free throw shooters. You know, you're trying to cover 14, 14 yeah, and fair. a half. Let me tell you something. At the end of the game, and you've had your best guys go to the line and combine, let's say, miss five or six free throws, you'll be on your knees begging for those points. Um, I'm not a proponent of laying big points in a tournament. I just don't do it. Uh, I'm staying away from it. Because you game. can't bet Princeton, right? Like, they're lucky to be here. Mm. Right? Well, hold on. Listen, they'll just have to settle for being smarter and richer nah, than us. The, Ivy League fair. kids, fine, whatever. Well, the Ivy deep dive is, look, Yale kicked their ass during the regular season. Twice, and right? they got Yeah, they got their revenge in the title game, and they just dominated them. But I'm not ready to sit there and, and, and take them. At, really, I felt like the numbers should be a little bigger. Um, I'll sit it out. There might be a live opportunity here. Hey, if Princeton got out hot, you show me nine and a half or something, Single maybe digits, jump yeah. on the Wildcats, but... Not going to be a play for me. Same. Let's go to the next one because this one is, this hurts. It really, it does. It hurts my feelings. <laughs> Why does this one hurt you? It hurts me because I started this with the team. I Okay, we talk about don't confirmation bias. bias. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try to confirm what you want to happen with your handicapping. I really wanted to bet Arkansas here, but it's Arkansas minus two and a half against number nine seed, Illinois. And it hurts because, first of all, I love both these red-ass coaches. You got Musselman stripping, taking his shirt off, throwing a student's phone. Brad Underwood looks like a pissed-off high school principal. Total I love, dick. I love both these guys. Um, and, and Arkansas has what I would deem to be a modern-day team. Every guard, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6". Everybody, condors, wingspans everywhere. <sighs> God, I mean, just caca. Wait till they get their talons in you. But here's your problem. They can't shoot work, dick. They fall way too much. And they go through these stretches, like against AM in the SEC tournament. It's pathetic. They went up 20, down 10. And you're going, what the fuck am I watching? Here's the other thing. Almost 90% of tickets are on the Razorbacks. Whew. Illinois has something that I think matters. They got size. Size across the board to match up. Yeah, They have bigs that are going to protect the rim. Arkansas can't shoot the three, wants to dribble drive. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Terrence Shannon, the Texas Tech transfer, is an end-of-shot clock isolation player. So Best I'm, player in the game. Right. I'm in a tight game, need a bucket. I got that guy. Arkansas doesn't. And they, the other thing is, minus his addiction to monster energy drinks, Matthew Mayer, Baylor transfer. Yeah. Um, he's hot or cold, but if he's on one, 
He's going to be banging threes, banging energy, energy drinks, and banging the rim. Um, I'm going Illinois plus two and a half. Nobody wants them. I do. So I saw that they had him, Mayor, and I'm like, is, is that the – yes, it is the Baylor kid. Yeah. All right, here's the deal with these two teams. It's the Spider-Man meme. They are the same team pointing at each other. It's fair. Limping to the finish line. Arkansas one and four in their last five games. Illinois two and three, but one of those wins was a gift from Michigan. Neither shoots the three. Neither shoots free throws. Both offenses grind to a halt. The coaches require defense. Like, they are carbon copies of one another. Mm -hmm. So it's a coin flip. And I don't hate your cap because in a coin flip, you take the best player. You take a little size. And the points. That's the key. Two and a half has value. I can be down by four late and still get a cheap try-hard cover, buddy. You know what I like? I like the under. Uh-oh. So it looks – you, maybe you tell me I'm falling into a trap here. No, you're not. This just... looks too good to be true, which is why I always have to, like, get some help. Totals 143.5. The teams combined score 134. Now, pace may escalate, close game may escalate, that might be the explanation. Otherwise, I'm staring at two defensive teams going under 143, and I'm feeling great about it. The NBA playoffs are underway, and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals, under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt, it stands out. Red fire emoji, cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all-in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom, you click in, easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash C A S H for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops, or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you think? 90% of bets, 90% of money on the under. Okay, never mind. I'm going to delete that. You don't have to delete it. I am here to be thy shepherd. No, I, I knew I'm it was your, too good to be true. And then I'm you your... tell me everybody in America is looking <laughs> at this going, hey, they combined for 100. I took team A's point total and team B's point total. And this is 10 points higher. Everybody hit the under. Okay, I'm just deleting that. I'm just deleting that. I hate this. Maybe I'll just bet Illinois with you. Right, I mean, I'll, like, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll make you. That's ge- so depressing. Let I felt me, so good about that. Let me make you a gentleman's deal. What? 
if that game goes under 143 and a half <laughs> and I talked you out of it, you got a pizza gift certificate from me. Thank you. Okay. That's just so, so no, as friends, I, I will do that for you. I didn't mean to talk you out. Of no, it. it's just, we, 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 people don't know. We're both in the sheet last night and I'm working on this thing. 11 midnight. And I'm like, I feel great about all this stuff. And you come in and get hit over the head with a baseball bat. America loves your pick. Like to the tune of, we haven't talked about a, a bet or a spread that popular until I just gave that under. No, thank you. Okay. No, thank you. Stay away. Now the final will be 59-58, and I owe cookies a pizza. Stupid. All right, let's go to the 8-9 matchup. Iowa's catching one and a half against number nine, Auburn. All right, here's the deal. Um, I'm, I, this is like getting together with an ex-girlfriend is what this is, and you're only going to get hurt. But it's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> I'm going back with Iowa. They only fucking hurt me every year in the tournament. Nobody's betting them. Auburn is a huge public side here, almost an 80-80 split. Well, Iowa doesn't guard a soul. But Auburn, holy shit, they cannot score. They cannot shoot. I hated these Auburn guards last year when I thought they did everything to hurt Jabari Smith's draft stock. Mm-hmm. They take some of the worst shots in America. As a team, they shoot a woeful 30.7% from deep. I'm fading the public, and I'm going to go with a team that while they don't guard, boy, does Iowa score. Boy, can Iowa pace. And here's the deal. They don't have to be red hot. But if Iowa just does what they do, can Auburn really keep up? Now, we got a, we got a preview of Auburn. When they played Bama. Yes. And played them away from home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't keep up. The one, the one in Auburn was much closer. Right, but that's yeah. a home game. That's yeah, yeah, homecoming. Yeah, uh, I'm going with Iowa. I'm going to take the point and a half. I'm going to – by the way, uh, with Fran, I know what I'm getting. I understand. He's a dick. Yes, because you're going to beat me to it. They don't guard. I want you to get into your notes. No, it's, it's well documented. Picking I, Iowa. Iowa has made six tournaments under Fran McCaffrey. He's never made a Sweet 16. Three and three atrocious and it's because i believe in the way they play yeah like offensively they're a machine they move the ball they're third in offensive efficiency in the country like think about that iowa one of the five best offenses in the country here's the problem 167th in defense you go to the tournament and if you're cold for any stretch in and out of those long tv timeouts That's the problems you start to get burned by an athletic team in auburn in the game you mentioned home road games in birmingham games in alabama it's fair so my lean is Auburn. The reason I'm not playing Auburn is because mm. everything you said about them, how can you trust them? How can you rely on them? If this does end up, and again, the spread is like a pick em, If it comes down to the final possession, do I really want to be on the wrong side of this because Iowa cranks out 1-3? No, I don't want to bet that. He's out. I don't want to bet it. He's out, people. We've lost him. So okay. you have Iowa and Illinois. Look at you taking yeah. the bias out of it. And backing the Big Ten. I'm, you know, I want to say I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying. I don't know if it's going to work out for you, but I'm oh, proud no. of you. No, no, no. <laughs> I've been running way too hot. I'm going to go to Vegas, and they're going to throw me in a dirt <laughs> hole like they did Pesci at the end of Casino with his brother. Can I take this next one? I want you to take this to the bridge because it's taken everything in my power not to take the underdog. I, Lay it out. I am taking the favorite, and it's a Costa lock. Holy fuck. That's right. I'm Costa locking the Duke Blue Devils, baby. Minus six and a half is the five seed against the 12 seed Oral Roberts. America, not backing Duke, but backing Oral Roberts. 
So I can bet Duke without being square. I can bet Duke can be against the public. And I can take one of the hottest teams in America that plays defense and rebounds. I think this is a tough matchup for Oral Roberts. 196th in rebounding rate, 107th in defensive efficiency. I get it. They've won all these games against nobody. I get it. You've heard of Ace Smith because they went on a run two years ago. Let the public get caught up in that. And I'll take Duke, who I think got a great draw. They're in the region of chaos. Love Duke in this game. Costa Lock. Everything you said here, you're right about in that. I cannot believe Duke is the hottest team in America. Jeremy Roach is healthy. Milikowski is a machine. Filipowski. Filipowski, I'm sorry. And they they are they are sitting here. And America is taking Oral Roberts. 62% of the bets are on Oral Roberts. I'm telling you, it's because two years ago, they blew up the bracket as a 15 seed. Yeah. The scorer's back. And to be fair, they're a better team than two years you ago. You know what's funny, And though? everybody's confidently making this the sexy 12-5 well, upset. Well, I was watching a panel discussion on this game, and everyone was pretty in agreement. This Oral Roberts team is better than the one that beat Ohio State. I agree They've with got that. Fanover, the, the, the seven-foot monster he's seven five shoots triples he's right. in 40 of them this yeah, year but they're not a good rebounding team they've got a seven five guy and they don't rebound i get it i get everything you're saying i wanted to take oral roberts and i still might but i am i want to see where it shakes out see this is something where cookies if this ends up a 50 50 split it invites me to kind of get with oral roberts sure, more sure. it started out everyone was on oral roberts it, it's coming down mm. I'm going to wait and see on this. Well, game. the spread moved down a point. Yeah. So, I mean, it was seven and a half, I think, when it opened. This is one I would bet live. Okay. I want to catch nine and a half, ten and a half. I want to catch a number here because I'm with you. I think Duke is getting short sold. I think they if are. If I said to you, you're not allowed to take the top four teams in America. There, it's funny you say this. I looked this up today in uh, ESPN's bracket challenge. The most bet not one through three seeded team is Duke. Really? Duke, Duke, but again, let me, let me get the person. I closed it. The percentage, it's still not very high. It's like 6% of all brackets on ESPN have Duke in the final four. And that's the most of any not one, two, or three seed. Really? Yeah. But I mean, again, I, that's, uh, that's I'm not going to infer how I bet this game, but just a little factoid. I was looking stuff up earlier. Okay. Today. Yeah. It's probably a stay away. I'll probably live bet that puppy. Okay. Let's get to the next one. Two seed, Texas, laying 13 and a half. To essentially the College of Charleston's cousin from up north, Colgate. Toothpaste. All they want to do, man, is grip it and rip it. Uh, Colgate shoots more threes. Uh, they, they hit the most, too. Oh, they're a freight train. And look, let me just say this. Cookies loves Texas. He's got every right. They're top 25 in offense, top 25 in defense. Marcus Carr is an All-American. Uh, there's one problem. Texas, their strength is they force turnovers on 25% of possessions. Colgate, don't turn it over. Nope. And Colgate, look, it's an elite assist-to-turnover ratio to the best three-point shooting team in America. Cookies did this earlier with, you heard me right, of 360 teams, numero, numero uno mm -hmm. is Colgate. Who the fuck have they played? I don't know. <laughs> How do they only shoot 66% from the stripe? It's like it doesn't make sense. At fuck, right, you can hit a 30-footer. But you can't hit the unguarded hit at the free throw line. The number is behemoth. 13 and a half. Texas just got done with a huge run in the Big 12 tourney. Huge emotional high. Yeah. I wonder a little bit, could they be a little tired? 
I, I actually, now let me just give you the split. I yeah, want to make I'm sure curious. I'm doing my job I, here. I want to say most people are betting Texas. Uh, you are correct. So, oh, we have a major money differential as well. Where's most of the money? 34% of bets are Colgate, but it makes up 65% of money. So it's the sharp size Colgate. I'm taking the Raiders. Colgate plus 13 and a half. All right, confession. I do have a future on Texas to win it all. I want you to, just by but, not, but, not by but, 14. But, but, but by saying that, think of me when they lose this game. They're not going to lose this game. Okay. Come on, buddy. I've fallen so hard for Texas. If they struggle with toothpaste, I'm going to be a mess. This is Thursday night. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a rough night. Here's my deal on Texas. Second most quad one wins, battle-tested in a Big 12 that we both respect. They spanked Kansas twice to close the season. Spanky. Spanked them. And you mentioned Marcus Carr. How about Sir Jabari Rice? What a name. Ugh. Their three leading scorers are all seniors. And their coaching situation, they're trying to channel a little bit of that Bill Frieder, Steve Fisher situation all the way back in the day, 1989 Michigan, because it's an interim coach. You take the tag off now. I mean, they are a legit chance, a legit threat to win the whole thing. But if I'm going to play the game, yeah, I'm going to lean toothpaste too. Because are, are you going? You doing? I'm this not going to play it. I'm not no. going to play. It. I can't play. It. I can't play. It. Come on, buddy. Can't play. It. Come on, middle it with me. Join it. Join the fun. So what, what you're proposing is setting up. If my night goes south, at least I have Colgate. Bang. All right. I need a play because you talked me out of the under. I'll add them. Play yeah, toothpaste. I feel like I'm going to owe you another pizza. Uh, I'm adding that as a pod bet. Yeah, you could put it as a unity bet. Is that our second one? Third. Third. Got Nevada, Utah State, Colgate. Perfect. That's 0-3. All right, <laughs> let's move it to the next one. And uh, this is a game you got to help me. Take the lead on this one. All right, we're staying on Thursday. This is a 7-10 matchup. Northwestern and Boise State. The Wildcats, one-and-a-half-point favorite time of taping. 7:35 tip-off. I think we both like Boise State here. Both teams play defense. Boise's got five guys in double figures, and they basically play the whole game. So here's my thought. In a close game, two teams play defense. I got Boise. These guys have been playing together for years. And the five of them play so many minutes next to one another. In a close game, I'll take them. It might not be the recipe for a deep run because they don't have a bench. Yeah. But for an individual game, getting a point and a half, and I believe you can check me on this. Yeah. I believe this is also going against the public. Wildcats are more public in this one. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a Mountain West trio for us. But I'm with Boise. I just hate the idea that one team doesn't play offense. And I had it in the notes here. I mean, for Christ's sake, Northwestern is outside the top 250 in two-point percentage, in three-point percentage. And Boise is a top 20 defensive team. So both teams are going to crawl it. Both teams are going to guard. Only one team has a functioning dick. I mean, seriously, <laughs> if you're bottom, if you're outside the 250 in twos and threes. Now, what the hell are you doing? Boo Booey is a really nice player, but look, man, Boise State, it's kind of a hidden deal. And this is uh, this is the former, uh, is this the former Zags assistant who coaches Boise? Name escapes me. Uh, Leon Rice? Yes. He has built a really good program. Look, last year, won the regular season title, won the conference tournament, made the tournament. This year, one of the teams in the mix again. Mm -hmm. Boise's got really positionless ball. They don't have positions, and they've got cool names for each position. Like, they don't start a two-guard. They start a sniper. Oh, that's fun. They don't start like a three-guard. They, they they start a banger. Like, it's it's crazy. <laughs> so, 
I, I'm here for that. Can more teams do that? I know, right? Like it's, like it's football has some of this with like the Viper and these like made up linebacker safety positions. More of that, please. I'd I'm love that. Boise Let's State do it. Let me get us to the next one. Number God, I'm one. I'm scared about that pick, Jim. Why? I think that's, again, because I don't not, know it's, why it's gambling. Are, you're not guaranteed to I'll win, you, but that I, feels like a good cap. System, not a system. I think the wrong team's favored. And that's where I feel like I'm breaking protocol. Yeah, but, but when it's on. that close to the bridge. Okay. Moving on. Number one, Houston, minus 19 and a half against number 16, Northern Kentucky. Any update on Sasser? Does it even matter for this game? Well, I don't think it matters from a win-loss perspective. But for but, the total, for yeah, the and I, I saw him get hurt. Uh, it was very scary. I mean, his one leg slipped out, other leg didn't support him, and he basically tore his nutsack. Uh, it was a bad groin injury. Now, he warmed up to play in the title game. He Dude. didn't play. I sent you the text is going, hey, free money alert. Plus I, six I, and here half. it is. I didn't bet it. Here um, we go. I'm just not interested in laying 20. And with Northern Kentucky, what am I getting here? I mean, a Horizon League, I hate them. Um, I, I just don't want I don't want any part of it. No, don't bet the game. I would lean Houston. The Sasser thing felt precautionary if he warmed up. Sure it did. And uh, who knows it? I mean, they don't need him to win this game. So maybe he sits in this game and then you don't want to be at the mercy of 19, 20 Agreed, points. Totally. Or if he tweaks his groin, they pull him out quick. How do you feel about them as the favorite to win it all? Uh, I don't like it. Okay. I love the team. I root for them. I love the way they play. Jerace Walker's the best player no one's heard of. The freshman. He yep. will be a top NBA 20. guy. He'll be a lottery pick. Um, I just can't do it here in this spot. That's no. fine. Later in the tournament, so, the more I like them. Two storylines. Yeah. Final four is in Houston, right? And you know whose alma mater is Houston? The guy who'd call the games. Jim Nance. The tie means so if a you, lot to me. I don't do this like conspiracy bullshit, but if there are people out there who want it, Houston, final four. We're going to go to a game that is a hostage situation. The 413 Tennessee against the Raging Cajuns, Louisiana Lafayette. Fun note I have a Raging Cajuns football helmet. <laughs> Long story. The point is, you got to stop me. No, you got to stop me. Rick Barnes is dog shit. He's terrible. I, I, Tennessee head coach. Yeah. Absolute dog shit. They've been terrible without Ziegler, their point guard. Uh huh. Yet, this number came out. And I went, wait, 11 and a half. Now it's down to 10 and a half. Okay. I said, this is inflated. Something's wrong here. Then you start looking. Everyone on earth is betting Louisiana. Everyone. Jim, system, not a system. The line looks rat fish. Everyone's on the dog. Nobody likes Tennessee. They're horse shit. I think I may bet Tennessee so here. Okay, I mean you. I, can't. I need you I to can't. talk me out of it with your cap. Okay, this is a hold me back. You know, how like college football teams have a hold me back guy on the yeah. sideline. I need a hold me back guy because I've been just absolute trashing Rick Barnes for years, and and he's done it to himself. He's been bouncing the opening weekend, nineteen of twenty six tournaments. Ugh. Heard this stat today. He's twenty five and twenty five in March Madness. He's a coin flip. Four and six in the last 10 games with this group. You've already touched on it. No Ziegler, ACL injury, the point guard, the matchup. Now, I don't think Louisiana's great, and that's what scares me a little bit. This is maybe more of a spite Tennessee bet than it is a pro-Louisiana bet. That's fair. But they do have a former All-American, McDonald's All-American, and Jordan Brown, 19 points per game. He's 6'11". Tennessee doesn't have a lot of size. So I think he's got the ability to go up against a good defense and get high percentage looks. And then they surround him with a top 25 three-point shooting team. 
so they can go inside, outside, break the back of an overrated Tennessee team that's, if they don't lose now, they're going to lose next game. I mean, they are not making the Sweet 16. I've taken it off my board. So you're not going to bet it at all? No, you convinced me to take it off my board. Okay. I'm going to play I, Louisiana. I'm, okay. I'm going to play Louisiana. Let's go to the next one because this is, uh, I can't believe I'm doing it. Texas A&M laying two and a half to Penn State. And again, I wanted to bet Penn State. I really, really did. I mean, you have best player in the game. You've got a team that just grinds. They play, they play close. They drill threes. Uh, but holy shit, Penn State cannot rebound. Um, they just can't. We don't bet public dogs. I don't want it. The Aggies, I love Buzz Williams. Shout out three-piece suits. Um, they, have a, they have a real problem shooting. They have a real problem scoring. But they play aggressive defense. Uh, once again, I don't respect the bottom of the Big Ten. No one is betting A&M here. No one. Everyone and their mommies on Penn State. I actually, even though I want to bet Penn State, Never be afraid to fade yourself. Mm -hmm. I think I have to play the Aggies, don't I? We're both playing the Aggies. They crush the offensive glass, make it a unity play. They take the most free throws of any team in the tournament, 25 a game. They're aggressive. They play defense with Buzz Williams. They're going to close out on shooters. And I think this is not nothing. They made a run to the NIT final last year with some of the same guys. So in terms of like, hey, neutral site, tournament experience, Texas A&M, tougher team. We take the Aggies. Done. Let's go to the last game on the Thursday deal. UCLA laying 17.5 to UNC Asheville. Pember. Dude, Drew Pember is an experience if you're stuck on an airplane because flowing locks, headband, dunks, and bombs. Have you seen the side-by-side -side from him at Tennessee to today? Oh, it's, it's a it's full transformation. Two totally different humans. <laughs> um, look, UCLA banged up without two guys, including Jalen Clark, who might be the best defensive player in America. Not in delay in 17 and a half. Not really interested in taking the 17 and a half either. I actually just said stay away full blown. Okay, so I'm going to play Asheville, and I'm a little bummed. The line did dip 19 to 17 and a half. Yeah, it's still a lot of points. It is, but there's just no value there. It, it's 17 and a half points. They Why not get, bet it live? See if you can grab 20. Well, I don't know because UCLA might be right for a letdown. They're missing two guys. You mentioned the one. The other guy leads them in blocks. Yeah, Jalen Clark is a defensive dynamo. But but Bona or Bona, the, the freshman big, he has I'm pretty half sure his name isn't Bona. I'm just throwing Bona or Bona. You can call him whatever you want, whatever. but I'm pretty sure he'd be upset if you called him Bona. <laughs> Listen, without him, they're missing half their block shots. Asheville is the best three-point dif differential in college. That's better than Houston, better than MSU, the better three-point differential in, col in college. I'll take Asheville. They get to the line a ton, can muck it up. I'll take Pember and company. All right, let's get to Friday. Tip it off. Michigan State laying one and a half. It's bounced between one and a half and two and a half. MSU minus one and a half against USC. It's the big game bet. Okay. Be straight up with you. Tom Izzo doesn't win this game. Leave him there. <laughs> Fuck this shit. I've had it. It's not a far drive. You've got a Pac-12 team 2,000 miles <laughs> away from home playing at 9 a.m. their time. USC is one of the only teams who, oh, wait can't expose the fact that Michigan State doesn't have a lot of size. Correct. They're all guard-oriented. I don't respect the Pac-12. Izzo shit down his leg in the Big Ten tourney, and so did these fucking players. MSU led the Big Ten in three-point shooting. They led the Big Ten in three-point defending. And guess what? Fuck USC. This is a big game bet, and I'm tired of this shit. If MSU loses this game, I'm burning all my fucking gear, and I'm done. 
Tom Izzo's lost three or four NCAA tournament games. They haven't been out of the first weekend more than once in the last seven years. You know what? Do me a solid. Win this fucking game and don't ruin my radio show on Friday. MSU minus one and a half and fuck your handicap. They play at 12-15, which means you will be on the air in the final moments of this game. MSU is a two and a half point favorite. And win the game. And we win the game. I'm so proud of you because I think sometimes your fandom of Michigan State takes on a negative connotation, but you're backing them here. You put the BGB on them. And I, I, I gave you actual no, reasons. No, no, it's real reasons. And it wasn't the lazy, inaccurate Izzo March shit. I'm so tired of it. Oh, it was true it. 10 years ago. I've had it. Once had in the it. last seven years. I've it's not it. about Izzo in the calendar. No, February. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Go prove that. But here, I can't ignore a good draw. This whole region's fraudulent, and the matchup in this game is great for them. USC leans on their guards. Pair of first-team All-Pac-12 guys, Boogie Ellis, Drew Peterson, fourth- and fifth-year guys. That would be typically the type of team that could go on a run. But in my, but MSU plays great perimeter defense. I mean, that's their deal. This could end up being a defensive dogfight. Yeah. But I like Izzo and company in that defensive dogfight on the perimeter with their guards. And you're right. I do think him chewing out the guys last week. He didn't hold back, calling out guys. It was bullshit. It was a bullshit performance. They have to bounce back. I'll take MSU. Here's the other thing, too. Normally, you would bet MSU unders. You think grindy, grimy yeah. Big Ten. MSU in the tournament is actually a sneaky over team. Uh, I believe the over is 8-3 and three in their last 11 games. Okay. You can do what you want with it. I'm not telling you to bet the over. I'm just saying before you auto-play an under. A little trend to keep an eye on. Because I would have auto-played the under. It's yeah. a good defensive matchup. stay away from that. All right, second game on Go. Friday. Xavier, minus Go. 11 and a half against Kennesaw State. Nope. I'm going to bet Ken – well, I'm going to lean Kennesaw. Whoa. I'm not going to bet it. Here's your little cap on it, bite size. Sean Miller bounced in the first round twice at Arizona and in his first in at Xavier. He chokes. This team is mid-choke. They have a key injury to the front court. Zach Fremantle. Yeah, so I can't believe in Xavier. Kennesaw State's a guard-heavy, good-shooting team. I would lean, lean Kennesaw State. Well, and I'll tell you where people are leaning. Most right? people are on on uh, Kennesaw State. Uh, Unless it moved since last in night. In the words of Ed McMahon, let's see. Sorry, guys. We had an You're untimely good. refresh. Thank God we're doing a pod. You are correct, sir. Uh, Kennesaw State is where people are at right now. So I'll lean. I won't play. No, you can play it. Why no. don't you play it? No, I'm going to lean. Who gives a shit I'm what I lean. say? Get after it. Play Kennesaw State. You couldn't find it with two hands and a flashlight. Heavy public play. 73% of bets, 85% of money. Yeah, no thanks. Kennesaw State. Oh. I just don't want any part of it, and I cannot bet Xavier. Okay, can I give you a dog in the next game that I'm going to lean towards? I don't like Baylor at all. Number three, Baylor, minus 11 and a half against... Why don't you like Baylor? Flagler and company, their guards might be better than the championship. They're playing the Gaucho, Santa Barbara. Okay, here's my deal. Great offense. Great offense. They won the title with defense two years ago, and they're yeah. awful on defense. Back-to-back -back losses to Iowa State. That's not encouraging. Two and four in the last six. They're limping. Santa Barbara plays at a slow pace, but they shoot really well. Seventh best shooting team in the country. Yeah. So if it ends up being one of those slow-it-down games or they just – catch fire because they're facing a weak defense. Yeah. I'm getting 11 and a half points. They're a popular dog, by the way. Another popular dog. They are. I'm not betting him. It was a lean gauchos. I don't believe Why in don't Baylor. You, I'll tell you what. Which dog you like better? Kennesaw State or Santa Barbara? I'm making you better. Xavier's probably the worst of the two. Yeah, but hold on. You just made a great cap. You're getting a great number. Come on. Step to the plate. <laughs> Step to the plate. You want me to bet both? No, I want you to pick one. I, this Flip is what, a coin. No, this is what we discussed with the people. You have to plant a flag. 
You know, you I play like a dozen games. You make the decision. You're going to stand over that bowl and you're going to take a piss. Now put something in the I'll bowl. I'll take Santa Barbara. Done. I'll take the gauchos. Put the gauchos on there. There you go. Take a pee-pee. Good for you. All right, let's move along. This is a game I am terrified of. 5-12, St. Mary's Lane, four and a half to number 12 VCU. Now we have said it. We are an Aiden Mahaney podcast. Well, wow, the last time I bet St. Mary's. What in the actual fuck? Did I watch? They got murdered by Gonzaga. Murdered. And, and here's the deal. St. Mary's will crawl. They are, you know, bottom 75 in pace. They want to make it slow. They got Dukas and Saxon and Logan Johnson, grinders, defense, you know, grimy it up guys. Mahaney's the freshman flash point guard. Here's the problem. I wonder about athleticism and whether St. Mary's is ready for what VCU is going to bring to you. Now, again, VCU is not without their own flaws, but they are going to get after you. Yeah. They play a ton of guards. And when you look at St. Mary's, Cookies talked about it earlier. You show me these teams that go through lulls. Buddy, I got Scary. news. A 12-2 run can sink you in a fucking tournament game. So I get a little worried. St. Mary's more battle-tested. Mm -hmm. VCU higher upside. This is a I have I have no play on this. I'm terrified. Here's of this my game. thought. Same read as you live. Take a look at the Gales. Everybody loves VCU because their brand of defense is like more aesthetically pleasing. It's turnovers, it's havoc, it's all that stuff. Watch the game live. VCU's top scores don't shoot the three well. They're facing a pack line defense. It's gonna end up being one of those you win on the the decision, not the knockout. That's how St. Mary's plays. It's a great analogy. So if the pace gets out of whack, you're going to be happy you waited to play it live. Yeah. Right? And if the game ends up playing into St. Mary's, you're always going to have that window because it's going to stay the same score the whole time. Yep. You pounce on the gales once you see that the pace is the way it's supposed to be. Okay. Let's go to the 215 because this is one I got to be talked out of. Uh, Marquette, the two, laying 11. It's 10 and a half, 11. It's 11 right now against Vermont. UVM, shout out Tyler Coppenrath. Early actions on Vermont. It's the only thing keeping me from him. I think Marquette's a fraud. Shaka's way overrated in the tournament. Correct. And you got a great piece in here. So shout out Jim Costa. Top six scores from UVM, all seniors. You lead with experience. No one's going to get fucking scared. I actually want to take the 11 against Marquette, except it is a public dog. So you won't do it. No, I will do it. Fuck it. You took the gauchos. I'm taking Vermont. He's got the catamounts, baby. Let's I'm go. Take, well, and I also had him the year that they beat Syracuse, which gave me great pleasure. I'm not a hack guy. I do have a Vermont hat. I don't know how I got it or where I acquired it through Dick my Ryan travels. Rusillo guy. M must okay. be. Must be. Are you going to, where are you at with this? I, I leaned catamounts. I've got enough plays. Marquette's played a bunch of super tight games. Seven of the last eight have been super tight. Spreads 10 points for a senior led team. Yeah, Vermont's the side if you're going to play it. All right, Iowa State, Miss State slash Pitt, no clue, not capping hypotheticals. Move on. Creighton, NC State, figure it out. Fuck me, this is heartbreak. I really wanted to bet Creighton here. I hate NC State. Uh, they got the big kid, the 400-pound center. Um, you know, they're, they're guards, Tarquavius uh, Jones, or whatever the hell his name is. They're all over the place. They want to feed the post, and then the kid's forcing shots up. Then the guards are taking 40-footers. I think their coach is a total fucking zero. Creighton, they got what it takes. Kalkbrenner, uh, they got another big. They got the size to stand up to this kid. Dennis Burns, I think is his name. Mm -hmm. 
But here's your problem. Everyone's betting Creighton. 75% of the bets. And it's the devil's number five and a half. It's not moving. Oh, and Creighton, really? Has a habit of losing games they shouldn't. They lost 8 of 11 in the mid-stretch of this season. You couldn't fucking figure it out. I'm dying to bet Creighton. I'm holding myself back because it violates everything. If you want the most system, not a system play, it's NC State. I know it is. Yeah. Are you taking it? I watched them get blown out by Clemson twice in the last couple games. Come on, Wolfpack. Look We're going to do Wolfpack? Oh, I'm, all doing, I'm only doing you're it if you're doing, doing Wolfpack. Only if you're in. Oh, no. Okay, then, then I'm not I, doing Then I need either. you to join me on the next game, the 411. This is, notice, all my picks. I've got five underdogs on my own. I've got three favorites with you, two underdogs. Okay. This is the only favorite I'd be taking over one and a half points. <laughs> UConn. Laying nine against Iona, Iona and Rick Patino. First of all, this Patino's done. He's going to be St. He's going to be St. John's. He'll be their next head coach. Yeah. But this is a rare favorite. I, I, UConn is a sleeper. Like, he's got Texas over there. Mm-hmm. I think UConn's a sleeper for me. Multiple guards. Hawkins is phenomenal. Sonogo to big is a beast. They got the freshman caravan, who's another seven-footer. And they will just slash and drive and bury you. And I don't think Iona's ready for it. Now, look, Iona will try to force turnovers. But it's un- Patino. Unless UConn is asleep, high, and drunk all at the same time, fuck this. Tickets are even. UConn's not a huge public team. UConn, to me, collapsed against Marquette. Should have beat him. I like UConn, and I'm laying the nine. Yeah, I, Patino just scares me. Tips, deflections, and they don't beat themselves. It's extra points on the margins. I would lean UConn. I'm not playing them. You can tell I'm going to Vegas. I, I see of, the sheet you got over look there. Look at the amount of plays. All right. Uh, Purdue versus we don't know yet. That'll be a daily dime. Out. Kentucky <sighs> Providence. Kentucky minus three and a half. It's the 6-11 matchup. How about a staff for you? Providence one in five when they lose the rebounding battle. Now, that's interesting for two reasons. One, they've only lost the rebounding battle six times all year. They're a great rebounding team. Problem, Kentucky's even better they're one of the three best rebounding teams in America with Shibwe. I would lean Kentucky. I'm not playing a side. Okay. I got to be calm as I say this. Here was my handicap. Tell me if it's nuanced enough. Ed Cooley's a fucking moron. <laughs> Science. That's what I wrote. I think Ed Cooley is the biggest horseshit coach in America. And his game plan consists of dribble it for 30 seconds and someone throw it up at the fucking basket. I hate Providence basketball. And they've sucked the second half of the season. And I hate Ed Cooley. But then I look at Kentucky and I go, yeah, they've been, they're they're welfare North Carolina. Spider-Man meme. Same shit. Mm -hmm. Up, down, up, down, up, down. The difference is they were less shitty. But here's what I thought about. All right. It's Calipari versus a construction barrel in a quarter zip. Coaching advantage. Mm -hmm. Coach Cal, are they really going to get bounced in the first round back-to-back years after after St. Pete's? And then factor in, oh, by the way, Jerry Stackhouse decided to drop his nuts on your head in the SEC tourney Mm -hmm. back-to-back. Including one there. They went into Rupp and beat him. Yep. I want to bet Kentucky here. And I know Kentucky's a public team. Yep. It's going to be Big Blue Nation. It's going to be a bunch of drunk assholes. And don't do it. No, fuck that. I lean right into it. It's a Vegas weekend. <laughs> I want to bet Kentucky, but I only want to do it at four or less. I do not want to lay four and a half. It is four flat right now. 
Fuck Ed Cooley. I think we got five more. Let's pace this out. Miami, number five against number 12. Drake. Drake is a super popular team. They're getting two and a half points. Drake. And this has, this is because of injury. Yeah. Uh, I love this when it came out and it was Drake getting four and a half. It's Drake two and a half. This is one of the only public underdogs I would take. The Norchad O'Meara injury for Miami's massive. That's a 14 and 10, double-double, one of their only physical presence guys. I don't think he's going to play. I think it's baked into the number. Drake is older, tougher, and guess what? This is a Costa angle. They are top 50 in O and D. <laughs> oh, and they make 77% of their fucking free throws. So when you're sipping a cocktail or a Bud Heavy watching the game, you don't have to be like, God damn it, make your free throws. You love an underdog that's not going to give away the points at the line. I'm getting the two and a half. Do I believe they win outright? I do. Uh, if if Omir doesn't play, Drake's the play. If you get news that Omir's playing, I'd stay away and get yeah, a better number. Get a better number. I'm going to bet Drake. Okay, here's my thought. Drake's real public. I mean, they're a coach's dream. They don't beat themselves. Really good on both ends, but they're super public. Miami does have a top 15 offense, veteran guards <coughs> this me. time of year. That stuff matters. So I would lean Miami. I'm just not going to bet it. Gonzaga, Grand Canyon. No vibe, no feel. Force me, I'd take the points. Gonzaga's a fraud. I hate Timmy. Same. I really have no play. In no, I, I don't. I don't either. I mean, for more nuance, Grand Canyon's great three-point differential problem is great Zag, student section. But the, the Zags work it inside, and I think they have a big mismatch. I think they could cover the fifteen and a half, but I'm not going to play it. All right, take me to the next game because you got to talk me out of something. No, I'm talking you into it. We're both playing FAU. It's the eight-nine matchup. Fuck. Memphis minus two and a half. Fuck. Come on, this is so perfect. FAU's a thirty-one win team. Top 35 in O in defense. And nobody's betting them. Nobody's betting them. And you know what everybody's betting on? Memphis. Memphis, who quote-unquote excels in the fast break, a.k.a. no sets from Penny Hardaway. No. Poorly coached team. Awful. Announcers Awful. openly saying Penny's learning on the job. They're terrible on the defensive glass. That means extra freebies for a better team. Polished team dusts Penny Hardaway. We go FAU. Plus the two and a half always. Yeah, take the points. Pod bet. Pod bet. Pod bet. That's an FAU God. pod bet. Kansas State minus eight and a half against Montana State. Apparently there's a lot of John Dutton fans because Montana State is awfully popular. I will tell you, Jerome Tang, the coach of Kansas State, is an absolute zero in my mind in the games I watch because I don't know what the fuck offense they run. Knowlton, the tiny point guard, is apparently given the green light from 50. This spread opened up at like 12. It's down to eight and a half. Crazy. Just, I just don't have value on Montana State to take them, but no. I will tell you, uh, I'll watch it live. If I can snipe a number near the original, uh, I would actually go with Montana State because I think K-State is just massively overachieved all year. And in this spot, somebody knows something here. This I, I, I mean, moving. Someone knows something or they're overreacting to that TCU game where they Fair. hit more threes than they should have. Kansas State's biggest issues, turnovers. Montana State plays slower. I don't think they can take full advantage of the matchup. Fair. I would lean Kansas State. Fun fact, Montana has three players from England. Two of their top three scores. They have a coach from over there. Can you imagine getting off a fucking airplane and you end up in, what is it, Billings or Bozeman, Whatever Montana? Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> and they're like, howdy, boy. <laughs> Weird thing I found Whoa, in the research. Is anyway. that a moose? All right, let's go to last game we've got because TCU is, doesn't have a game yet. They went out and have their opponent. So the Mikey last game Miles, is. Mikey Miles. Mikey Miles. I know. Maybe right. it's a daily dime. It should be. Indiana minus four and a half against number 13, Kent State, the 413 matchup. Boop, 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 boop. 
Scoop, sound the fucking alarm. Kent State opened at six and a half, and I wanted to pounce. Number was down to four and a half. Bet not placed. I tried to do it live during the selection show. This is arguably the public dog of the tournament. I fucking love Kent State. I gave you Kent State in the title game against Toledo. I I just sincere carry is a blast to watch. They play elite defense. Indiana away from home, little up and down. I don't know, man. Kent has been battle-tested. They played a brutal schedule, played Gonzaga tough, Houston tough. You have that in your cap. Mm -hmm. Excellent work. Um, It kills me, but I'm just worried. They do turn it over, and they can't rebound a basketball to save their goddamn life. And now the number's down to four and a half. I don't want to take the worst of the number. Okay, Indiana's not some great rebounding team. They have one great rebounder, but they are not a great rebounding team. Fair. I want to play Kent, but like you said, it's getting bet down a couple full points. I say bet it live. Even then, yeah, bet it live because I do like everything you said. They're battle tested. Get a number number north of five or six and cook with it because, yeah, they're a team that's going to hang in, play defense. That's a basketball school. Yeah. I like Kent. Get a number. Get a number. Quality Mac team, though. By the way, shout out. I know how much you hate Toledo's coach. Another choke. Love it, baby. Love it. Holy shit. They can't win that conference to save their life. 43 years. All right. Here's the deal. So here are the pod bets. And then Jim and I will give you our individual cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The unity then, card. What is we it? Got, we got a seven-pack of games we both believe in. And you can tell we hang out together because, newsflash, all of these except one are within one and a half or two and a half points. <clears throat> Nevada getting two and a half. Utah State laying one and a half. Boise State getting one and a half. A&M laying two and a half. Michigan State laying one and a half. FAU getting two and a half. And Colgate plus 13 and a half is the outlier. My card outside of that, shout out Vegas, Virginia laying five and a half, Illinois getting the two and a half, Iowa getting one and a half, Vermont getting 11 and a half, UConn laying nine, UK laying four, Drake getting two and a half. A couple other games are in there live for you. Watch them, bet them, get a number. Cookies, what do you got? All right, my card, Texas Southern minus two and a half, Nevada plus two and a half, Furman plus five and a half, Utah State minus the one and a half, Charleston plus five and a half, Dukes the Costa Lock minus six and a half, Boise State plus the point and a half. Louisiana throttling Rick Barnes, getting 11 and a half points. Love it. Texas A&M minus two and a half. UNC Asheville, Pender, Pember, whatever it is, 17 and a half. MSU minus two and a half. I'll tail the BGB. I've got the Gauchos, Santa Barbara plus 11 and a half. I am adding NC State at plus five and a half. Good for you. Because this is America. And FAU plus two and a half. Guys, whatever you do, don't be an asshole. Have a good time. Don't fucking get divorced over the tournament. Don't go broke, but have a good time with it. We hope we've built your budgets for this. You know what? Fuck hope. We have built your budgets for this. We've had a killer college basketball season. If you choose to risk it all and shoot your shot, that's on you. My advice, make sure you save some. Go buy the kids something nice, but have a good time this weekend. We will be at you with live episodes. Cookies, I might be from a hotel room doing a pod Friday in Vegas. Have your notifications on. We appreciate you guys. Let's fucking cook. Let's get it done. We will talk to you tomorrow.